Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doctor's Notes podcast by Docs Castle Media, a podcast I created to share the notes of one of my favorite reality shows ever, Big Brother USA. I'm your host, Doc, and I'm here to talk BP perspective from Doc's point of view. So here we go. This episode was the veto competition. Yay. So we left the last episode with Jag and Blue being on the block. Cameron being the HOH. Cameron was the one of the MVP players of last podcast episode. Mainly because we started seeing him start to make moves. I think he continues to show his moves in this episode. But I want to say that this episode was kind of a little dry. Like it wasn't that much information or anything that was new that we already didn't really know that was going on in, um, in the house, actually. So this was um, not an episode that I felt was that exciting. I mean, we get to watch the episode. I mean, not the episode. We get to watch the competition. The competition was um, pretty interesting to watch. But as far as, like, speaking strategy and gameplay, we know that... Cameron and Red are currently in a an alliance, and I want to say that they are probably the alliance that is in power in this episode, the Chillers, because um, they're calling the shots. Um, that's what made Cameron the MVP last episode because he was calling, starting to call shots. He's continuing to call shots this week, but we're finally seeing a different viewpoint as far as. Um, what what person is in power in the house so um, last week we were seeing um, a lot We well every week we keep seeing Ceri's, um diary rooms and we see her straight again because she has a very strong dynamic in the house even though Heisen when he was in the house that he had um, a lot of power Ceri was behind him with trying to make certain decisions and directing him to go a certain way. And that was been that dynamic for the past couple of weeks. Now, now we're here with um, Cameron, who's coming from being on the block to now being the one that's calling the shots. The things is shifted and we're seeing some new gameplay, some other targets being made and, well, not other targets being made, but just... Uh, a different way that we're seeing the game being played more so we're not only seeing Suri's gameplay anymore and we need those breaks we need to have those moments where we finally see other people playing in the game and we hear some new strategy I don't know what it is sometimes with the way that production CBS lately they just have these dynamics in the game where you're only showing where we're seeing them play basically two sides of the house because that's just literally how they play but in this season what i'm seeing is we've had two sides of the house that just broke up into three that broke up into fours that we got multiple two people alliances we're seeing people play the game how they should be played but at the end of the day when it comes down to evicting someone out of the house they still vote with the house which is boring it's really boring. So the house eventually still tips from right to left continuously because they want to continue to vote unanimously. And I hate that. 
but what we have a two-person alliance now that seems to be in power the chillers red and hammer they're calling the shots this week but i feel like a mistake could have been made this game um but it, it is just a, it's just because people don't know who to trust who they can trust at the moment so what i've seen in this episode is cameron he might have made a mistake in making the move to tell matt about um him, him trying to pay, basically maybe target izzy felicia or siri because they're a three person alliance that seems to be strong at the moment um that is not that are outside even though they're in the same legend 25 fake alliance that they have um are on the outs of their three people alliance. They've always been strong. Ever since what they said, I think Cameron said day two, he's always seen how strong Felicia, Sari, and Izzy are. So that impacts how they're how they're playing with Legend 25. Neither Cameron or Sari sees that Legend 25 is a real alliance that's going to take them to the end cameron knows that he needs to target sari felicia and izzy at some point because he knows that their alliance is strong and they're not going to take him to the end and he's a threat towards to them even though he's working with them in this alliance he has already heard um or from red in the last episode that izzy wasn't too happy about his win for hoh so he's already concerned about Izzy in some type of way he's more likely to backdoor Izzy because she's outwardly showing in her non-verbals that she don't even trust him so he knows that he's working with Red to try to get at least Izzy out she's a threat and we go through this episode trying to see if whoever wins the veto would take someone off the block for them to have this backdoor situation now, I don't think Cameron and Red are as ruthless as it seems to be with Sari and her trying to convince people to backdoor people and how they successfully backdoor Heism. So, I don't know if Cameron is going to do that because he seemed like he was working towards playing a honest game. A honest game maybe not as honest as Heism but he he I think he doesn't have the cutthroat in him so he's going to Matt and trying to discuss with Matt and Matt I think people underestimate Matt because he's deaf so they're telling him things and he's quiet probably you know don't really talk as much but Matt gets this information and because Mac is still seeking for his person that he's going to play the game with, he takes this information that he hears about Sari, Izzy, and Felicia and takes it to Sari. Tells her that she doesn't want her to go back to Felicia to let her, you know, about any of that information. Which through Twitter tells me that she didn't did it, but... Um, uh, we'll get to that later but basically um, Matt is looking for his playing buddy and he's confiding in Sari with this information because he wants her to play with him and take him to the end 
Um, I think that, I mean, that's a good gameplay for him. But Sari is solid with who she's going to work with. And that's her son. Honestly, that's who she's going to be solid with, I feel like. No matter what they're going to go through in that house, even if they get into anything in this house, they are still going to work as hard as they can to take each other to the end of the game. So it's just sad for Matt because I don't know who could be the right person for him to work with. Who could he pair up with at this time? I wish he would probably pair up with, um, really genuinely pair up with Jared. But, you know, who's going to pair up with someone who's, I mean, not Jared, Jag. I genuinely want Matt to pair up with Jag. But um, who's going to pair up with Jag if Jag's on the block? I mean, honestly. So let's go on and talk about the veto competition. Um, the veto competition for this episode was called Artifact Stack. And it was basically a mental competition, a puzzle game, where they would wait artifacts to uns- and wait artifacts to basically um, to to get words, I think. They had to get letters out of a chest. Whatever the weight of these artifacts, they unlock a chest. And we're unscrambling the word that is in the chest at the fastest time in order to win the power of Vito. Um, people who competed in this competition were Jared, Nicole, Cameron, Jag, Blue, and Red. Um, the competition, I think, was beat by Red in 2 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, that is really fast to be doing a puzzle. Like, I suck at puzzles, like, and I get really impatient with puzzles. So, to know that someone beat me in two minutes and 20 seconds, I ain't, I ain't even, I know I ain't gonna be that. I probably time out. They probably gave me 30 minutes to do it, and I time out because I couldn't do it. But if the competition doesn't seem that hard, if I just listen to the instructions, read the instructions out loud, because it seems like whenever I hear Big Brother game instructions, I'm like, ugh. It is, I have to hear it more than once. And they literally, during the live eviction episodes when they had these HOH competitions, I always think how they get the instructions for these competitions and, like, how do they just know what to do? Like, it's, it's Julie only says it one time. And sometimes she's going in and out. Like, uh, is it guaranteed that I'm even going to hear what she say? I definitely be zoning out and daydreaming. When it comes to certain things that's going on. I could see myself now being in the big brother house. Julie giving instructions during a live eviction night for the HOH competition. And I'm basically zoning out. And I didn't hear the instructions. So now I'm lost. And I that's going to be the reason why I lose at HOH competition. And that's just what it is. So if I was going to... Be reading these competitions. I know that I pulled top out. Um, everyone did pretty good. I think they had some fast times, but Red he took the cake. He won, and basically he's working with Cameron. So where that leaves us when it came to um, who's getting off the block? Um, no one. No one came off the block. Um, Red plays his part in keeping the nominations the same for the chillers um and because of that 
um, there's really not any worry for anyone else in the house. Uh, and there isn't any kind of inkling that there will be a back door. But Sari definitely is aiming to backdoor Cameron or Red if the opportunity comes where anyone from her alliance wins. Cameron still chose to be loyal to the Legend 25, even though he knows that the alliance is peak. Will this bite him in the ass next week? Who knows? Because he can't compete in the HOH competition. So, who knows what will really happen? And who's going to go out the house this week? I don't know. There is literally so much back and forth. Alliance is breaking down. No one knows who to trust no more. And because them not like the literal rift that happened and red like kind of telling him the information about izzy and all of this boiling down to how these dynamics are rolling and them being paranoid um about each other like come on legend 25 don't exist this alliance is over with i kind of felt bad to see me cold compete in the veto competition and say that she wanted to keep the nominations the same because she was playing for Legend 25. And I think that's just because Cameron probably saying, yeah, doing this for Legend 25. But honestly, Miko, no. You don't even need to. Like, I'm glad she ain't even win. Because what? What? Everybody was probably gunning for this competition except for Cameron. But, you know, Red, it worked. And he keeping he, he the priority at the chillers. So, keeping the noms the same. In Cameron's case, that's good. It's good for their game. They might go on a block next week, though. And I don't know what, how the dynamic was switched. Because what if someone that is a part of... I don't even know all of their alliance's names. So, someone from the uh, Seven Deadly Sense alliance which is an alliance that jag continues to be loyal to because that's who he's working with and honestly i feel like jag is just solo he alone in the house like they got these alliances but he just seems ostracized to me so i feel he's really isolated and now jag he might be the one that's going home, honestly. That's what I feel like. The way that they playing it in the, the CBS production. He just looked like he about to go home. So, I don't know. He was gunning for the competition, but Jake, I'm sorry, babe. You might be lying. You might be gone. The seven deadly sins is probably withering away because I feel like that aligns. Um, he's the him and Matt might be the only two that's different that may be included in our lives that it probably wouldn't even matter no more. Matt just want to work with Sari at the end of the day. Everybody wants to work with Sari. Everybody wants to have a final alliance with Sari. Uh, Sari is loyal to Jared. That's who she want to have as her final alliance. <laughs> that's what she going to take towards the end no matter what because that's her baby. But everybody want to work with her. Everybody tell her information to try to get in her good graces because they know how she plays the game. But she is playing them so hard. And that's why she is, again, the MVP player of this episode, along with Cameron. 
um, they are two budding heads in the BB house that are aware of each other. And that's why I want to name both of them the MPP players of this episode. They, they're giving us the entertainment that we want. They're going after each other. And they're giving that content to us in the diary rooms. Unlike Bowie Jane. Like, we really haven't heard from Bowie Jane. And every time I, like, even go on Twitter and you look at the feeds, you see how much they talk about Bowie Jane, like, literally behind her back in that house. They treat her like Meg, like I said before, in Family Guy. So, like, we have not heard from Bowie Jane. And I don't even know how she's playing the game. At this point, CBS is as worse as the people on the show who make fun of her. By not giving the viewers any insight of how she's playing the game. Where are her diary room sessions? Like, we don't know nothing that's going on with Bobby J either. So, like I'm saying, like, the MVP players of the episodes, they are breaking their strategy down for us. And CBS is probably picking and choosing. However the game is going, whatever is swaying and showing it to us. But we haven't seen Bowie Jane. It's been how many episodes? Like, this is my 13th episode for a podcast. So it had to be at least 12 episodes of Big Brother. And we really don't even know where Bowie Jane even at. If they do give her a diary room, she joking around. Where is the seriousness? Where is she? Who is she working with? Who is she literally taking serious? And the house guests are even being, they're catching on to the, her age. They know she ain't 35. I mean, I feel like that was evident. But, you know, they just know. Like, how is she even playing? What would be interesting is if they gave Bowie Jane the BB power of invincibility that we've been voting for all week i don't know if we know who won who won that yet i think they'll reveal it in the episode um on thursday night but it would be crazy if we america gave bb power of invincibility to bowie jane because literally i just want to see her be in the in the show I want to know what's going on. So, but it don't seem like that. I think the best candidate to win the BB power of invincibility, because honestly, Bowie Jane probably wasted. Um, I think it would be Jag. If we all voted and Jag was sitting in that seat and he won that BB power of invincibility and it impacted the eviction night in some type of way, like he was able to take himself off the block. Um, and then they will be able to replace him, then that would really be one hell of a power. And I think that that would, that could be a moment that could possibly, um, if Cameron still was able to make a nomination decision, um, I think he would, he could take out a strong player out of the three that he's thinking about targeting anyway, he could literally backdoor Izzy at the last minute. But would it work? Like, who is everybody going to just go in and, and, and vote out Izzy if that happened? And I think that the BB power of invincibility probably still wouldn't give Cameron that a power, you know, to make the choice of choosing someone else to be on the block anyway. 
The BB power of invincibility saved Jag one bad and took himself off the block. He probably could make the decision himself of who could replace him. Now, Jag is working um, in the seven deadly sins, so you know there will be nobody that will be in that line. So it probably would be Red. What if Red would have been replaced if Jared, I mean, not Jared, Jag got the BB power of invincibility? That could turn some things up. That could definitely turn some things up. So, but we'll see. I don't know what the power is. Um, we'll see in the episode on Thursday night. Now, I want to talk about Twitter updates. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So, in the episode, we saw that Jared has revealed that his mother is in the house. But he did not reveal the right person. I think he's trying to, he's telling Blue and trying to give her clues about who could possibly be his mom. Blue says in the diary room that she thinks that it is Sari, which she is correct. But you can tell that she has her suspicions. And on the the live feeds, they've been showing her questioning um, Felicia, just talking to her, you know, trying to dig some, dig deep and get to know her to see if she's going to reveal any type of information that says that Jared is her son. Everybody knows this is silly. <laughs> Literally spending your time, your day just sitting with Felicia, just trying to talk to her. Felicia knows something up. But I think Sari, if she was watching it or seeing any of it, her and Jared probably was in a room somewhere joking and kicking in the back because they know the truth and Blue is trying to sift out. Blue know though. She knows, especially if he didn't told her that his mom is a big Survivor fan and he's been in this realm of reality television for a while now. Like, come on. Like, come on. She knows. She told America. She told us. But her position being on the block also is um, revealing some cracks that are forming between Jerry and Sari. They have different they have disagreements about like keeping blue. Um Sari is more so she wants to vote Blue out. And that's mainly because she don't really like their dynamic of the relationship that it could basically bring Jerry mind off of focusing on the game the longer that Blue is in the house. But Blue and Jerry like it that it's a benefit to Jared because he is working with her so it's it if you look at it and and from each person's perspective you can see a benefit or the dis you know the where she doesn't where she doesn't fit in with their their two-person gameplay because at the end of the day if it became a three people game or alliance for them I think they taking Izzy with them before Blue. So, it's cracks forming. And Jared is having disagreements about Izzy. So, if he's having disagreement about Izzy, he's bringing these things to Sari. And Sari's having disagreements about Blue. There are definitely cracks between them. But at the end of the day, they are blood. And it looks like that they are living in a dynamic where blood is thicker than water. And they might stick with each other. 
throughout this game. But who knows? Who knows? I think it'd be interesting if he turned on his mother. That's that's good TV right there. Another interesting Twitter update for another showman's Corey in America that I saw is literally um, Corey. He is such a cute little you know guy in the game because he's so young and um, like him not knowing how to flirt. He basically was just talking to Sari one night and she you know they talking about America and she wanted to get some insight about his feelings towards her and Corey kept it real he basically was just saying that he's respecting his mom by not doing much with America and the BB brother the BB brother (laughs) the big brother house so if Corey is respecting his mom by not doing all of that not being you know all out there with America that's cool. I think that's cool. It's cute. And it speaks volumes. Because I'm pretty sure that Sari might also be thinking about how Jared is blatantly, you know, sticking up for this girl in the big brother house in front of him. So, I know Sari, if hearing that from Corey, she probably definitely thought back to her own son. This episode, I didn't want to talk too much about alliances because, like... Also, on based off the Twitter updates, it just looks like everybody is crumbling. There's so much going back and forth about who is going to go out of the house. It honestly is looking like it could possibly be a, a swing vote, a vote that Jared might actually make the swing vote for whoever is going to stay in the house this week or be evicted this week. So for me to even talk about any of what is happening with any of the alliances that are in the house it's no point because they're just they're crumbling they can't even decide they can't even stick to who to be loyal i didn't hear so many different alliance names anymore like 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 I, i i don't even know like by the time the end of this game i literally i wonder if i'm going to remember the first alliance that was ever created am i am i going to remember that name by the end of the season that's how much stuff is going on so we won't really talk about how that is going just know that everyone is in outs everyone is fighting and trying and trying to figure out who to trust right now and they don't know who to trust no one knows how to who to trust everybody's untrustworthy And, and everyone needs to take a breather but that was that. Um, I'm done telling my Twitter updates. Um, this episode, we basically talked about the veto competition, um, Artifact Stack. We talked about Red and um, Cameron's rise to power this week. They are um, the chillers. The chillers are in control. And we're starting to honestly forget about the other alliance names. So right now... <laughs> The chillers are in control and Sari is in control on the other side. <laughs> we are we talked about the MVP players of the episode. The MVP players is Sari and Cameron because they are both butting heads and they're giving us the entertainment. Um basically they're the two sides of the house is going against each other right now. Um I talked about the possibility of a BB power of invincibility be given to to Jack and how that would impact 
a game possibly if he won and red was to put someone was to go on the block in in place of him if he took himself off um and pretty much we talked about the showmances <laughs> of course we're going to talk about those well actually not of course because if they weren't in the show i'll be kind but yeah anyway thank you for listening let's see who's gonna leave the house this week's on thursday night's episode Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doctor's Notes Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found value in what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. For more updates and Doc's Castle content, follow me on my social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Doc's Castle. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics that you'd like to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to me via email at docscastlemediainfo at gmail.com.
Remember, your support means the world to me, and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. But until next time, peace out.